Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Live right here on SportsGrid. It's hour number two of the early line. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined, of course, by Donnie Wright's side here as we've now played through the round of 32, down to just 16 teams on the board here on the FanDuel Sportsbook to win the NCAA tournament. Wanted to reset the national championship odds. Alabama is now the favorite at plus 300, so more than half of their number has been cut. Houston is the second option at 4-1. to one. UConn checks in as now the third team on the board at an 8-1. to one. And UConn is actually followed by UCLA and Gonzaga rounding out that top five. And those three teams all coming from the West region here. So to start with the fact that Alabama is now the favorites, I initially saw this move happen after the round of 64. I thought, wow, maybe that's a lot of concern around Houston. Could it be concern around health? But the fact that the Bama number has held after Houston put forward what we both agree was an an impressive performance against Auburn. Do you think that Alabama, to the odds makers, has been more impressive, or it's their pathway feels more comfortable for the Crimson Tide? It's just a pathway, Kevin. That's all it is, because we're not doubting now that Houston isn't the team coming into the tournament that we thought they would be as if they lost Sasser and he's not coming back, right? That team is now whole and playing very good basketball, continuing on the second half that they just had. But looking forward, Kevin, you're saying to yourself for Houston, you're going to match up against a healthy Miami team, which we thought would be a problem coming into this tournament. That's a tough win. But also waiting on the opposite side of that bracket here in the Midwest. It's Xavier in Texas. It's not so much Xavier's playing great basketball, but it's a lot of people believe in Texas. So if you are Houston, you have to go through the Miami Hurricanes and then let's just say the higher-seeded Texas Longhorns move on, and you have to beat them as well just to get to the Final Four. When you're previewing Alabama, San Diego State is fantastic. I actually thought they would meet up Alabama and San Diego State. But I do think Alabama head and shoulders is a better basketball team. And also at the bottom of the bracket, if you would have told me that Arizona is hot and playing well, boy, that would have really impacted Alabama's feed here to get to the Final Four and possibly a national championship. I look at those odds, plus 300 and plus 400. They make sense to me. Love Houston. Good basketball team. Harder pathway to get to the Final Four than Alabama. That's the only reason why I believe Alabama is now higher in odds than actually taking a look at the Houston Cougars. Yeah, it's a great it's a great breakdown, right? I mean, because they're both going to play five seeds here. But yes, especially the fact that Texas specifically is still mm-hmm. alive. Not to look yeah. past Xavier, but Texas has been that circled team of, oh, that would be a really difficult uh, matchup there yes. for Houston if that's who they, they see. So to highlight then, DRS, this West region, UConn 8-1, to mm-hmm. UCLA plus 950, Gonzaga 10-1, the fact that UConn is in front of this UCLA-Gonzaga matchup, is this another spot where UConn's a bigger favorite? They're about a three-and-a-half, four-point favorite to Arkansas. So that's how their number gets in front? Is how Because I, I do think you're, any UConn, if UConn beats Arkansas, of course, any UConn number against UCLA or Gonzaga is going to be very short. Even if I'm not even sure that the Huskies are favored 
against both those teams. Maybe one, again, very light lines. It does look like it's a, again, it's another instance where the pathway's factoring in, but does that then potentially give some value on UCLA or Gonzaga if you have conviction on that basketball game as our radio audience joins us on a Monday morning, the early line, Sirius XM, Channel 159. Is there a little bit of juice on either UCLA or Gonzaga? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely there is because Arkansas, again, one of those teams where many people were looking for as mismatches towards the teams that they were playing. As you pointed out already, the reason why they beat Kansas wasn't because they got lucky. It's because they're a really good basketball team. Maybe underseeded in that eighth spot, but now you're also taking a look at UConn, and I love the price point, dropping from 25-1 to 1 down to 8-1, to 1, and rightfully so. You had one of those teams where I looked at UConn as they have the talent to get through, but there's a reason why they haven't put it together yet. Opened up the season, Kevin. Hey, UConn might be the best team in the country. Went through a swoon midseason going like, man, I don't know what happened to them. Then they caught that fire back. So also getting some of the public's attention here and very impressive against Iona, very impressive against St. Mary's. They're going to get a run from Arkansas, but I do believe that they're one of those teams with the headwinds now, right? Team, you're looking to bet UConn. They've iced both of their opponents. They're looking hot right now. Maybe a chance at a championship run. And also, if you thought they were underseated as a four, you were a little bit nervous over the first two games. You're looking at them now going like, how were they a four? They're so deep. They're so talented. They can mm -hmm. beat you in so many different ways. That's what you're looking for. But I'm not so – I think UCLA does beat Gonzaga. I do. So that's a tougher matchup for UCLA-UConn. I think UConn would have a field day. Not to say they're going to run away and pound Gonzaga, but if you're asking right now UConn who they would rather play next round if they get past Arkansas, Kevin, for me, it's clearly going to be the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's totally fair. When you look right now, eight teams are 15-1 to one or shorter – would Arkansas be that longer price that you would be interested in? Are you looking any further down that board? K State's twenty nine to one, Xavier's thirty to one. Is there any team outside of that top threshold that would you would be interested in as we kind of reset things here? Yeah, I don't think so at this point. I mean, I really think the teams that are going to win have settled in. The one team, though, Kevin, if you're looking to take that extended look, oh, Michigan State's getting hot at the right time. Tom Izzo twenty five to one. But look at Miami, 55 to 1. The reason that is, Kevin, because they're going to have to go through Houston, and most people don't think they can win. They beat Houston. That team is tough, and that's a massive, massive price. Yeah, 55 to 1 uh, is Huge. no joke, certainly, on that number. Let's get over to the NFL and Lamar Jackson. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back right here on the early line, taking a look at some of the headlines. Perhaps obviously caught up in the madness. We've uh, all out there maybe missed the story or two. But uh, as I was catching up a little bit, there were some comments made by Demoris Smith, who is the executive director of the NFLPA, around the Lamar Jackson situation here. 
We've obviously not had any significant movement around Lamar. And there was one comment made by Smith DRS that really resonated with me where he said, quote, I have never witnessed teams being so quick to publicly announce their lack of interest in an MVP quarterback who is in his prime. And I couldn't agree more. We came on here the day after the Lamar tag and didn't really have the time to digest the fact that he received that franchise tag fully because we had to also acknowledge that within 24 hours, six, seven, eight franchises has said, we want nothing to do with Lamar, the Raiders, the Commanders, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and how odd that was. And Smith would go on to say that we have seen collusion before from owners around this league. And I think people would have to agree that there would be a benefit for the owners here if they were all able to come together to not give Lamar Jackson a fully guaranteed contract as it could change the math moving forward. It's a lot of the stuff that people were fearful over when Deshaun Watson got his contract and you can pass that off as a one-off, but maybe Lamar getting a second would then make that the norm for your elite quarterbacks, your Joe Burrows, your Justin Herberts, your Jalen Hurts is here. I look at this as valid. If I didn't think this was valid, Donnie, I wouldn't throw this in the show. I don't know if you find this to be ridiculous, but I don't think DeMora Smith is off base here at all to suggest that the NFL owners have perhaps come together and decided to take a stand against giving Lamar Jackson that full guaranteed contract. Yeah, I, I do think there's something to the NFL not wanting to give out guaranteed contracts, but also at the same time, there are a lot of teams interested in Lamar Jackson. But let's be real about this too, Kevin. This wasn't a spur of the moment, like everything's working out well with the Ravens and oh no, now I'm going to be a free agent. Other teams go, hey, I wonder what his price tag is. They've known for two years exactly what Lamar Jackson is trying to get. So the reason why teams are out right away is they go, I've already heard this story for 18 months. I know exactly what he wants. We're not paying that. That's why we're out on it at this point. That's where the intrigue gets taken away and also in free agency. The, the, the common perception of what we're hearing from teams out here, and rightfully so, we're not going to do all the legwork for the Baltimore Ravens just to match this contract because here's what's going to take place. Let's just say that the Miami Dolphins, which we don't think it's going to be now, they picked up that fifth year on the tag of Adloa. But the Dolphins aren't saying, like, well, we're not going to give them a guaranteed contract, which is what the Ravens don't want to give them. We're not going to work out a deal for five years in X amount of hundreds of millions with $200 million guaranteed, not fully. And the Ravens go, yeah, it sounds great. We're going to sign them to that because we just didn't want to give them a fully guaranteed contract. That's what other teams are doing. Nobody out there is offering that guarantee. And maybe Lamar Jackson does have to switch planes. We talked about Larry Tunsil already. What a massive deal that he just got. He's playing it the right way, similar to what Lamar Jackson's been doing. Let me take the shorter deal, whether it's one-year guaranteed money, Two years guaranteed money. I'm a great football player. The salary cap keeps going up. I'm going to keep making more and more money. But to your point here, looking at Lamar Jackson, a lot of teams, I would probably say 15 teams would be in on Lamar Jackson if he didn't ask for a fully guaranteed contract, which you know what that means? The Ravens would never let him go if that's all it was going to take. But Lamar Jackson saying, I want five years, $300 million, all $300 million guaranteed. Nobody's given that to him. But if he would just step away from the fully guaranteed contract, he probably would be the highest paid player in NFL history. But see, I'm not sure that's true because Lamar said that there's a fully guaranteed contract that's been offered to him, Donnie. So I don't know if that's true at all. Now, again, I don't know specifically how much Lamar wants. Obviously, I don't know, right? I don't know the years that, that Lamar's seeking, the, yeah. the exact dollar amount. But Lamar, again, it's a tweet. But Lamar said that he was offered a fully guaranteed contract for three years, $133 million. But here's the other thing to, to your, you know, you, you say that all these, these teams know exactly what Lamar wants. How? How do they know? He doesn't have an agent. You think Lamar's been on the phone with the Jacksonville Jaguars? You think Lamar's been on the phone with the Atlanta Falcons? with the Washington commanders and conveyed his asking price to them. No, I don't think so. So the, the only way they would know then is what? They talk to the Baltimore Ravens. And the Ravens yeah. have been telling him what he wants. Because then at that point, that adds even more validity to the collusion aspect there. 
But also, in what world do the Atlanta Falcons not take the time to pick up the phone and have that conversation? Now, if you believe, Donnie, that they already had that conversation, then that's a different story. But you mean to tell me that the Ravens called the Falcons, said, hey, listen, you know Lamar's asking for X, Y, Z, and the Falcons went, what? Hey, put put out there to Shefty that we're not interested in him. Well, if that's how the Falcons are ran, then they're then they're pretty then they're pretty poorly ran, Donnie. They're, they're, then they're awfully ran, in fact, because I don't think that's how that works at all. Because here's what usually happens, though: when you have an agent, they are the buffer between the media. Schefter reports; they would all come out, and you would know what sides are. We don't know what Lamar is asking for. The only thing you can go along with is NFL teams know. They know what the player is asking for, what he wants. Why do you, like, we have an MVP caliber quarterback that is on the market, and most teams going like, we're not giving you that long-term deal. Now, things do change, Kevin, because that's why when it called up where he had that little, you know, laughing emoji that he put out there, basically saying, like, I got three for 133 or whatever. You think I'm playing around or basically, like, this is what I already have. That's the starting point. That's completely different because that can be leveled into, okay, well, it's not going to be six years and $3,300 million. You see, like, the math I'm doing here? If you're saying he's going to win $44 million over the next three years, I think that opens the door. But, again, I don't know if Lamar was laughing at that or going, like, that's already what I have, and that's what I'll settle for. It would be nice to see that if he does, and I know there's some reports coming out, like, will Lamar Jackson do a one-on-one interview? What are you looking for? What is not going your way? How are the Ravens doing you wrong? What are the other NFL teams looking at? Because if Lamar goes, hey, the Ravens are telling me nothing on guarantees. We're $300 million apart on salary, and nobody's picking up the phone. Yes, that is collusion. But if the Ravens come out and Lamar goes, hey, man, I turned down $250 million in guarantees on an eight-year deal, well, then Lamar is going to start to lose that public favor. Go, hold on now. You're going to have more guarantee money than anybody in the history of the NFL, and you're complaining about this? Do you see where it's going here? We just don't know. So the only thing we're left to believe is the NFL teams know exactly what Lamar has been asking the Ravens for, and that's where they're going, we're out on this. We don't want any piece of this. But again, if they know exactly what he wants, Mm -hmm. that information was transferred to them by the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, and this is that every team is poorly ran in this league, Donnie. If that's how they, yeah, they, but they're checking in that, with Lamar. That, they're definitely checking in with Lamar. Like Lamar has advisors; he knows what's going around the league. But it looks like right now they're saying Lamar. Not a single team will negotiate with you if you want a long-term guarantee contract. It's not happening. But also in the same end, they'll be saying that's collusion. Well, then the NFL comes back and goes, "We want to make him the highest-paid player that's ever walked the earth." That's not collusion. But we don't. But now, to your, we don't know if that's what the NFL wants. Also, this tweeted three one thirty three. We don't know who offered that, right? Which is another massive yeah, question correct. mark that we hold right now. Is was that yep. from Baltimore? Was that from the Detroit Lions? Was it from the Indianapolis Colts? We have, we have no idea. We're still left with far more questions than answers here. Yeah, but. I'll, I'll add this quickly because, again, hopefully we can just get more definitive answers. If the growing belief becomes that Lamar believes the NFL is coll- – there is collusion against him getting a contract that he believes he is owed, then Lamar Jackson not playing football this coming season is very live. Because when collusion gets involved, that's when lawsuits get involved – and lawsuits then will come before taking the field. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.
The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Picking up some other NFL And this is kind of where we are right now, I guess, in the free agency period. And I got to admit, this isn't very fun to talk about because we're getting to a point now where you're either defending what a player's asking for, you're defending that teams aren't interested, you're guessing in between. This isn't even a Lamar thing anymore. It's now an Odell Beckham Jr. thing. Odell was out there, and you and I last week were talking about Odell Beckham Jr. and apparently a $20 million asking price. Well, Odell tweets out, at OBJ, I'm just so confused where the quote is from me that I said I want 20. Crying laughing emoji. All I'm saying is four ain't enough. Now, four, I understand maybe four not being enough. I, I I think Odell probably comes with enough cachet despite some of the injury concerns, especially if it is to be a multi-year deal. That $4 million annual is not enough for Odell Beckham Jr. I think definitively, DRS, we now... Here's the thing. You and I are going to keep going back on the Lamar thing until, he, until there's a contract, right? And you have the ability to go, well, Kevin, he wants seven years for $500 million all fully guaranteed. And while I think that's ridiculous, I don't I can't definitively tell you he doesn't want that because we kind of don't know. No longer can people say, well, Odell's not getting signed because he wants 20 million a year. Because Odell just tweeted out that he's not asking for 20 million a year. <laughs> and yet I feel like we're still gonna be asking, where's Odell gonna end up in May? And June, and people are going to go, well, Odell would be on a team if he'd stop asking for $25 million annual. I mean, that's what it feels like now, right? But also, let's take a look at some of the takers here for Odell Beckham. Where's all the smoke screens coming from and the teams that really want, oh, OBJ, come back to New York, man. Let's make it happen again. Well, they're signing wide receivers right now. Not on Odell Beckham Jr. is their radar. The Dallas Cowboys, oh, man, what a perfect fit boy. He would love to be at the star. They're going out trading for wide receivers that are not named Odell Beckham. So the funny part is, is you're saying, like, I'm so confused what he says. I don't want $20 million. Well, maybe you were asking that just a couple weeks ago, and now you're saying, like, whoa. All right, I won't take 20, but you can't lowball me here because no doubt in my mind, that $4 million, you know where that came from? Jerry Jones. Well, you know what? Let's give you a one-year deal. You're 30 years old, one-year deal, $4 million. <laughs> You're really good midway through the season. What are we doing? We're opening up the books. We're going to probably sign you long-term to a more lucrative deal. That's what teams are doing, and rightfully so. Last time we saw Dell Beckham Jr., he tore his knee up. He missed the entire season last year. He wouldn't work out for you. Now he shows up in the offseason, runs a couple routes on air, and I want to be OBJ as if it was five years ago where I'm on top of the world and maybe the most talented wide receiver in the game. That's not where we're at at this point. So maybe his best option is to take the one-year short-term deal, go out and have a 1,000-yard season, and you get that one last contract as you're 31 years old where they can give you three years guaranteed money and you ride off into the sunset. But it does seem to me like he wants a lot of money because the teams that were in on him originally, Kevin, doesn't look like they're in on him anymore. Because why? He's probably asking for too much. But again, what is too much? First, look, the, again, Odell with the Giants was undeniably one of the five best receivers in football. But the last time we saw Odell was is not the guy in the Browns uniform. It was a guy that caught seven touchdowns in 11 games and was dominating the early beginnings of a Super Bowl. Let, let's not pretend that the last time we saw Odell Beckham Jr., he was a negative asset. He was a very positive asset, a part of a Super Bowl champion. So again, $20 million? Sounds like a lot. But he just said he's not asking for $20 million. So now I don't think he's asking for $20 million. Doesn't mean he's asking for fifteen. I don't know. I don't know how many years Odell Beckham Jr., is ultimately looking for. But four not being enough also feels fair. If Odell got signed for one year's $4 million, I don't even think you would tune in the next day and be like, what kind of contract's that? Because I think you've been waiting to blow up 
on whatever team does ultimately pay Odell. And I don't think you're going to look at one year's $4 million and go, oh, come on now. Now, two, two years, $40 million, yeah, but that, that's, not, that's not where we're going here with Odell Beckham Jr. It's going to be interesting to see who is still truly involved. I do want to say that Odell tweet did lead to an all-time great Twitter exchange underneath. Cordell Patterson tweeted at Odell in response, how much do you need then? We would love to have you in Atlanta. To which then Tyreek Hill replied to Cordell Patterson and wrote at NFL to basically say this is tampering, this can't be happening, which it's not tampering with a free agent. But I love this snitch tag there from Tyreek Hill. Donnie, do you think Tyreek Hill's the one that got Daryl Morey fined all that money by the NBA? Probably. That's a pretty good look, yeah. though, with him at, like, you know, snitching right behind. Not not even, like, behind the scenes. Like, right out there in the open-air market. <laughs> yep, but, again, yep, like, yep. it is he, – he is a superstar. Like, Odell Beckham is a rock star. Like, you know, media, everybody wants to see where he goes. But let's also keep in mind, Kevin, the one thing that's going against him right now. He comes in last year looks like, oh, he might be ready for a playoff run. It's clear he wasn't ready to do that yet. We have to remind ourselves, too, this isn't one of those free agents uh, signing periods here with wide receivers. Like, wow, there's 10 unbelievable free agents here. He just has to find his groove. This is a terrible free agent market, Kevin. He had an open workout where basically anybody could have looked at that and goes, you know what? Looks like he's healthy. We better sign him before the real free agency period starts. And all we got was reported as, oh, he's talking to a couple teams now. So, again, the NFL owners, the NFL agents, the NFL players all talk to each other. There's only one reason why Odell Beckham isn't signed yet. It's because of the money here. If Odell says, hey, man, I don't want a one-year deal, give me $3 million flat, if I have a 1,000-yard receiving, double that here, and then I know I'm going to be healthy at 31 years old on a true market, and I'll get what's mine here, maybe even a franchise tag, a transition tag, or you might extend me during the season. That's the issue that's going on now, and that's why the reports are coming out like, oh, I heard he wanted $20 million. Now, he probably didn't because somebody's just going to slander it out there. But again, he's saying, like, teams have offered me $4 million. I'm worth way more than that. We just have to find out what the length of the years would be because if I'm Odell, I go to a great spot, sign a one-year deal for decent money with incentives, and if I play well, you're not going to have to worry about next year me being a free agent and not cashing in. Yeah, but I, I, and obviously there is risk with that for Odell. I'm sure there is a sweet spot that he wants to land in where he can try and yeah. cash in on the Rams' success while not having to go out this season mm-hmm. and earn a massive contract. Because even if he has a really good season, then what's it? Well, he's 31, though. No. Do we really want to do long term 31? So that, that ball continues to roll. Look, the Texans were busy as well over the weekend. They paid Tunsil, they traded Brandon Cooks. And. I know Brandon Cooks to Dallas, and a lot of people want to make this a Dallas story. We're not there yet. They added a wide receiver. They needed to add one. The Texans thing is very interesting because I am still of the mind that the Texans could pass on quarterback at two, and that would not be a bad decision. I think that the Texans, although it's never a guarantee, could easily be right back in the top five next year if they decided to do that and therefore be well within striking distance of next year's what looks to be elite quarterback class while adding in a five-star type of player at two overall. If they draft quarterback, it's nice to have Larmy Tunsil there, but there's not much else to be excited about for a rookie quarterback. And I'm not really sure that the Texans, whomever they would draft, Stroud, Young, Richardson, would be in a position to start that player right away. But here's the problem, Kevin. Like, you don't even have to give up capital. You are going to, what's proceed? Let's just say proceed, right? Because we never know how it works out. You might get the Ryan Leaf for the draft. Like, hey, man, Peyton Manning went one. We got Leaf two. Boy, we really got the wrong end of the stick. But from the looks of it right now, number two, you're going to get a really good quarterback that when you draft him, I don't think too many people are going to be like, oh, Bryce Young, yeah, too small bust. Like, that's not happening. CJ Stroud winds up number two. Oh, man, I can't believe that's who you ended up with. It's hard to pass over when you know it's, again, it's never a sure thing. But I feel like if you're in the top two here, you're going to get a quarterback that your entire organization, the NFL is going to, you know what? That was a really good draft pick here. And again, you didn't have to give up anything to get him. So I understand where you're coming from. Like maybe next year and you kick the can down the road. The Texans have been doing this for a while. And by the way, they have a ton of draft capital over the next two years where if you're looking at them seriously, okay, now's the time we get our quarterback. Wait till you see how many draft picks they have in quality draft picks to surround him with. 
I can't see them kicking the can down the road again. The can is already here, and a great quarterback should be in your hands at number two. Yeah. I, the, uh, it depends what you think of the quarterback class, though, as well. Like If, if Bryce Young goes one, do you love C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud? Well, we don't know who the Texans like. Are the Texans just sat there saying, oh, we like a couple of guys and we'll be fine with who whoever comes our way? You know, and again, Bryce, by the way, C.J. Stroud is still minus 220. I've never seen an Adam Schefter report brushed off in the way that him saying he got oh, hurt Bryce in the Young Packers is the favorite fiasco. has been brushed off. I mean, he must have got hurt there. Like, you see him can't get a news here on, you know, the Packers with, with Aaron Rodgers on the open market. Now you say, like, he puts out a little morsel for everybody. I can't believe you anymore. You can't even get Aaron Rodgers to return your call. How do I know you're not lying about this? So who knows? But you're right. News usually travels fast, and usually you know where it goes yeah. the fastest? To the sports books. Yeah. Always. Always. So, again, that's why, like, I've watched that. I still, like, go back and watch that clip, and I'm like, maybe he's not actually saying he's the favorite. I don't know what he's saying then, but I guess he's not saying that he's the favorite. CJ Strong. Maybe he's got a guy by that name out there. Sure. I'll tell you what right now. He puts out the tweet, CJ Strong's the, the favorite to go one. <laughs> CJ Stroud's odds plummet. Plummet. As FanDuel hangs new odds Trademark for CJ Strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, pfft, listen. Can we get if he gets over to the Giants or the Jets and could do Jersey Strong, CJ Jersey Strong? I mean, people, oh my people love that. People, people, you know what I mean? That's that's a big. The Jersey <laughs> folks love being Jersey Strong. Are you Jersey Strong or Philly Strong though? How do you how do you line that up? That's a tough one here. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I live in the states, so I got to be Jersey Strong. But again, there is no Central Jersey. It's either North Jersey Strong or South Jersey Strong. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I have been waiting all show to get to this NBA preview because we have to talk about the Golden State Warriors. The best game maybe in NBA history takes place tonight as the Golden State Warriors travel to play against the worst team in the league, the Houston Rockets. Now, why would this be the best game in NBA history? Because the game is in Houston. If you take a look at what the Golden State Warriors' uh, results have looked like in recent times here, on February 13th, the Golden State Warriors were at home. They won that basketball game. Then they went for two on the road. They lost both of those games. Then they played five in a row at home. They won all five of those games. Then they went on the road for three. You guessed it. They lost all three. Went back home for two. Pair of wins. Then they've been on the road for three straight, Donnie, and they have lost all three. Since February 13th, this team has won every game at home 
and lost every single game that they have played on the road. And they have been favored in a lot of these road games, but none bigger than the number tonight that they lay in Houston of nine and a half points. I will ask you what you want to do with this game in just a moment. But can you believe that this team still cannot win a game on the road? It is so damning to me that they cannot at once, just once, turn it up and be like, hey, look, come on. We're Golden State. We're good. Like, we, I know it's been bad, but you know we can flip a switch. They have not shown that ability once, Donnie, all season long. And now, I feel like it's the worst it's been all year with these road performances. And it seems like it's getting worse. And at the same time, Kevin, when you say it's getting worse, it technically feels like it is. Now, I don't know how you get worse than 7-29, and 29, but apparently they can do that. But this is one of the organizations and teams with a championship pedigree, which, again, we've been saying since the season tipped off. Don't worry about their losing streak on the road. It's a veteran team. They're going to get it together. They're going to play good basketball. They haven't. So what leads us to believe, Kevin, that they make the playoffs and it's no big deal that they go on the road? They'd be lucky to win a game on the road in the playoffs as a collective if they advance. That's the way it feels like here at this point, which is crazy to talk about. Now, also, you're talking about the Rockets. You are now taking a team in the Warriors who have no chance ever, it feels like, to win on the road playing a basketball team that is actively tanking, saying our only mission is Mm -hmm. to get back below the Detroit Pistons at this point. So you have the Golden State Warriors who know just for their psyche, Kevin, they need a road win. The Houston Rockets saying, we know we don't want to win this game, which is why you're getting that price point of close to double digits, which is quite like the, what, what Houston doesn't win. The Warriors who don't win on the road are favored by almost double digits. You'd almost want to say to yourself, mm-hmm. I need to take the Rockets just because of that. But it's hard for me to fathom what I know a team doesn't want to try to win. How do you take them? How do you take them, Kevin, getting the points? I just can't get myself to that point. Look, for Golden State, by the way, it's not like, oh, they've been dogs in a lot of these games. They are <laughs> 8-27 and 27 against the spread. So from a percentage-wise, ATS on the road, the Spurs are the second worst in the NBA at 33% of their games. The Warriors cover 23% of their road games. 77% is the hit rate that you would be at this season if you bet against the Golden State Warriors against the number in every single one of their road games. And when they are a road favorite, they are 3-13. and That is under 20% of their road games that they have covered when they are favored in the basketball game. It is impossible to look at this team and justify the results that they've put forward. And let me add this, by the way. In terms, they are 4-12 and 12 straight up, straight up when favored on the road. They're fa- they are supposed to win these games, and, and they're only winning 25% of those basketball games here. So if you are betting this game tonight on the side, I don't know how you justify laying 10.5 points with the Golden State Warriors. Coming back to a Steph number makes sense to me as he had a really down performance in Memphis as they tried to play on a back-to-back and had no success doing it. He went 5 of 15, scored 16 points. Steph so far since returning from injury, though, has not failed to score 30 points in consecutive games. His points prop tonight is 29 and a half. That would be really the only way I could attack this one, DRS, is going to that Steph Curry point prop here and expecting him to go off against the the Rockets, win or lose. Yeah, no, it's it's the right way to look at it here. But you maybe get a little bit nervous and say, okay, what happens if there is a blowout? Think of us. We're getting nervous about a blowout for the Warriors. You can't even win a game on the road, but let alone supposed to blow a team out. That's what makes it so interesting yeah. with Houston here. But also, you're trying to take a look at maybe the secondary options. If you go to the FanDuel Sportsbook, Clay Thompson pops up 22 and a half. He also, Kevin, last three games, 15, 15, 14. But also, he's supposed to go nuts in this game. We'll see what we get out of the Warriors because it won't surprise me either way. If the Warriors win going away by 15 points, the narrative is, come on, man. Like, Houston doesn't even try to win. But if I wake up tomorrow morning and I see the Rockets knocked off the Warriors, it's going to feel like a party on a Tuesday where we climb back on the Warriors and pound on them.
Yeah, and that's exactly what will take place and what should take place if that's what happens, uh, no doubt. Sixers-Bulls, look, there's plenty you can get involved with in this game. It's a a 7.5-point spread here for Philly in their own building. Totals 225, but the story right now is, of course, Joel Embiid. Points prop 33.5, huge number. Absolutely Mm -hmm. monstrous number here on Embiid. Could we perhaps be, you know, one of these spots where – Ah, maybe the number's a little too high, or is Embiid somebody that you just don't want to get in front of right now? You don't want to get in front of right now because, again, he smells blood in the water. Roughly 10 to 12 games, depending on which team you're looking at right yeah. now. And he knows he's the favorite. He reads the tea leaves. He's getting the tweets. I don't know if he's logging on to the FanDuel Sportsbook, per se, but that national narrative has <laughs> completely swung. And we always talk about more than any guy in the league, right? Joel Embiid knows his place in social media and what he needs and reads the tea leaves here. And also the basketball team, Kevin, wanting to will Joel Embiid forward to get that MVP. It's not going to be for lack of trying. If Joel Embiid doesn't hit his points prop tonight of 33 and a half, it's not because we only shot 14 times. He is going to get after tonight, probably a rock'em sock'em game, add about 10 free throws to that number. If I'm looking at the game itself, I sort of focus on DeMar DeRozan. I like to take a look and say, okay, if the Sixers Mm. are going to be going here, DeRozan's been great. Look at the last four games, Kevin. 27, 33, 40. 49 and 24. You look at his points prop tonight, it's doable, right? 23 and a half. I like DeMar DeRozan tonight more than I like Joel Embiid. How about that? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Harden's supposed to be back in the lineup tonight. Embiid, uh, this is unsurprising, averages significantly less assists with Harden in the lineup than without. Four and a half tonight, it's minus 166 to the under, which might be a little too expensive. But perhaps if that juice drops, you could take a look towards the under. Again, Embiid's gone over that two games in a row, but that has to do with a hard absence, and I would keep tabs on that uh, assist number there and see if maybe you can get some better juice. Another game here to to get to that has a lot to do with storyline for me is the Knicks-Timberwolves game. For and, and this is a headline I'm sure plenty of people missed over the weekend, but Anthony Edwards is now battling an injury that could really rock the Minnesota Timberwolves season Uh, to give people an idea he was out for the game against the Toronto Raptors and Minnesota forget the fact that they lost by 15 they were a near double digit underdog in that basketball game to a Raptors team that's below 500 and has not performed really at the level where you would expect to see that kind of number this is the worst timing possible Uh, Anthony Edwards is in a walking boot Donnie just the other day uh, they, they've they kind of said, oh, maybe the timeline here is not as bad as we initially thought. But this is a group in the thick of this play-in race. And if Anthony Edwards is going to be out for even a week, that might be enough to sink the Minnesota Timberwolves. Again, look at the number tonight here against the New York Knicks, right? The Knicks are minus 350 to win this basketball game. The Timberwolves are in a very, very vulnerable position now when you talk about making and missing the postseason. No, and they are, but also you have to be smart if you're the Timberwolves, Kevin. Let's be honest with, with ourselves. Do they want to make the playoffs? Sure. Every basketball team does. It's an extra home gate. You look forward to selling your fan base on it the following season and building off of that. But nothing's going to get right if Anthony Edwards comes back a little bit too early and does real damage to that ankle here. So you have to be honest with yourself, rushing him back or letting him take the extra time, even if it means, Kevin, you might fade out of the playoff race. That's something they're going to have to reconsider because they've already bit the injury bug this year with Kareem Ta- with uh, Towns. But at the same same time what are the Knicks going to give us tonight do they know that Edward's going to be out for this game they're heavily favored at home do they just have a walk in the park and finally how many times have we been on this show Kevin said estimated starting lineup tonight Jalen Brunson well he finally actually came back to the NBA and played well he actually got 31 minutes in that game against Denver scored 24 points we look at his points prop tonight it's 24 and a half if he's going to be in the 30s he's going to 30s and minutes I mean he's going to score tonight so that's the way I'm leaning towards here but if I think you're getting back to the Timberwolves here I don't think they can look at it as, boy, we want to make the playoffs and rush our young superstar back. I think this should take extra time. If they make the playoffs, great, and he's healthy, fantastic. But rushing him back just to get injured again, that doesn't make too much sense for me. Yeah, it it doesn't. Now, again, that initial timeline that, you know, he's he's questionable technically for this game. I'd be yeah. stunned if he played. Yeah. But it, if, he, if he has a genuine questionable tag, maybe it will not be as disastrous as it looked upon that initial diagnosis, but also they're going to play, you know, here this game against uh, the Knicks, then they're home against Atlanta, and then they play Sunday at Golden State. So they've only got two games really within the next seven days. So he wouldn't be missing too much time, but that 
at Golden State, at Sacramento, at Phoenix yeah. is a very important three-game road trip there in the Western Conference that they're going to need Anthony Edwards to get back for if they want to make sure that they're able to steady this ship. Other big games on tonight's NBA slate uh, as you try and go through it here. It does feel like the Grizzlies and the Mavericks now play every night. I don't know why this has been, but this will be the third time that these teams have met since March 11th. And Minnesota, or rather Memphis, excuse me, won those first two games as they have now steadied the ship here a bit in the absence of John Morant, winners of four of their last five here. It's a two-point line. I'm not positive if your anticipated starting lineup has Kyrie Irving in it. I know he came back for Dallas in their victory against the L.A. Lakers. And, of course, Kyrie's availability uh, will make a big difference any time here for the Dallas Mavericks and how these lines ultimately are going to conclude. No, it certainly will. It looks like the anticipated starting lineup tonight, Doncic, Irving, Green, Bullock, and Powell here for the Dallas oh. Mavericks. And also, like it looked like they were hoping to tread water, but a nice little surprise over the past two games was Kyrie came back and dropped 38 points. That's two straight victories for the Mavericks. How about this? A little bit of momentum for them, full gas tonight. Now, one of the toughest places to play in the NBA is at Memphis, but that line is showing a lot of respect here now towards the Dallas Mavericks if they get both Doncic and Irving in the lineup together. If those two are both in the lineup, I know it's not like they've been winning games at a high level, but just yeah, what those two are able to, how popular they are, how they are regarded, I would think Dallas flips to a favorite in this game if those two mm. return. Also, if they return, 229.5 is far too low. What we have seen from the Kyrie, Luka Doncic version of the Dallas Mavericks, overs, overs, overs. So if that line starts to flip, I think mm -hmm. I'd run towards that total, a number that sits at 229 and a half. Almost finished up here on a Monday morning, but before you go anywhere, DRS will close it out with a little listen up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Final segment here on a Monday edition of the Early Line. Here's the Channel 159 Raider on the Sports Grid Network. Donnie and Kevin powering through, as always, from 7 to 9 a.m. There was so much to go over over the weekend. But again, it should be a national holiday last Thursday and Friday, leading right into the weekend here on the round of 32s. A ton of great stuff here from college basketball. Interesting in the NBA, which we previewed that card tonight. Joel Embiid's surge here to try to be the MVP of the NBA after two straight years of Nikola Jokic. Can he fight him off? And also, the Philadelphia 76ers find themselves now in the number two seed here in the Eastern Conference. But it's certainly all eyes on the NCAA tournament. And before we hand it over to the morning after and Ben Stevens, you guys got to listen up. Sweet 16, here we come. A lot of massive upsets, but again, these are good basketball teams now. As we head down to the nitty-gritty, 
two days, Thursday and Friday, to determine who is going to make the Elite Eight. Four games lined up. Now, granted, I could be that guy right now that says to myself, okay, Thursday night basketball, an estimated tip time on the East Coast, 9.45 p.m., which we know what that means. First game is going to go long. That game tips off after 12, and then I miss a fantastic ending because the game ended at 1 a.m. Hopefully it doesn't come to that point, but there's no excuses Friday for Xavier in Texas here to tip off 945. Don't have to wake up early on a Saturday morning. We'll get after it. But look at these games. Michigan State, Kansas State, Arkansas, Connecticut, FAU, Tennessee, Gonzaga, UCLA, just on Thursday night alone. And granted, you might have to wait a little bit longer for those games because there's no games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They do pick up again on Thursday. But four games on Thursday, four games on Friday. These are the parts of the tournaments that we love because as we like to say, the big boys are coming to play. And if your bracket has already been blown up, oh, well, you could get right back on the FanDuel Sportsbook and get in here with future wagers and also single game wagers and have a blast doing it here. I'm looking forward to it. Still rooting on Alabama, still rooting on Texas, even though Marquette dropped out. No big deal. Why? Because UConn also has a legitimate chance to cut down those nets and make your boy DRS some money. The Sweet 16 is here coming Thursday night. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.